Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... of today's theater of the mind is rising on a subtle and compelling story by Maxim Gorky. I might remind you that Gorky was his pen name. In Russian, it means bitter. And in any language, that is the texture of his twisting tales of the sudden and unexpected. You won't be bludgeoned by what you're about to hear, but you will feel a hand at your throat and a fluttering of the heart. <laughs> See this, my Vanya? Long and sharp. Have you ever used it on someone? No. But when I get desperate and hungry enough, I'd like to. Oh, they'd catch you and, and send you to Siberia. <laughs> threats. They whip you with threats. Maybe, maybe some things are worth going to Siberia for. <laughs> drama The Fools was especially adapted for Mystery Theater from a story by Maxim Gorky by Gerald Keene. It stars Fred Gwynn and Russell Horton. It is sponsored in part by ARM, Allergy Relief Medicine. I'll be back shortly with Act One. generally introduce our mystery drama with a philosophical observation on crime and punishment. Let us bypass that today to tell you where we are so you can visualize it in your mind's eye. It is colder than where you sit at this moment. The snow falls deeper. Sleighs and horses and hoofing it on the foot is the only way to get around. It's a hundred years ago. It's Russia in winter. It's a churchyard where the father of Vanya Kuzin has just been buried, and Vanya and his mother stand in the cemetery in their black clothes against the white frozen flakes. I thought father had more friends than that. Oh, it's too cold, and the church is too far. No. They're in the tavern, all those so-called friends. Makes me very angry, mother. Oh, Vanya, Vanyushka. What can they do for your father now? They could be here in the graveyard to honor him. And to honor you, Mother. We must not start our new life with ugly words. And you, son, can honor him best by being the man of the house. Mother, I'm frightened. A big, strong man like you. Oh, son. You don't understand. Father always did the thinking for us. It was easy for me. I obeyed. I did what I was told to do. I plowed. I planted. I fed the cows. You are strong. But for me to decide what to do is very hard. Vanyushka, you're a grown man now. It's time. Perhaps your father was wrong to make all the decisions of our life. He should have let you take the reins. Mother, when one is in the habit of following... Indeed, it's not so easy. Who said it was? 
But you can. It will be strange to walk on my own feet all of a sudden. Son, what are you doing? Peeling potatoes? A week has gone by since we buried your father. That much? Why don't you go to the city, Vanya? Mother, why have you stopped calling me Vanyushka? Vanyushka is what you say to a baby you love. Have you stopped loving me? It is time to grow up. But you still love me. Feeling potatoes. A big man sitting by the stove. I said, why don't you? Go to the city. What for? Take your father's heavy axe and go. There are many in the city already with axes. How do you know? In the tavern father used to go to. I, I drink vodka. I listen. Very little work in the city, they say. Hardly any. I'm sorry to have to order you what to do, as your father did. But I've been waiting too many days for you to begin something. I've been thinking about it. Oh, yes. Over glasses of vodka in the tavern. Move yourself, Vanya. There is work in the city, and they will pay a big, strong man. I'll... I'll think about it. Don't think so much. You don't know how. Are you awake, Vanya? The stove's gone out. Bring in some wood. Get up. I'm not asleep, Mother. When your father was alive, there was always wood. We never had to sleep in our clothes. I don't mind sleeping in mine. Uh, uh. I'm up. How much money do you have, Mother? One ruble and five ten-kopeck pieces. Give me the fifty kopecks. What for? Would you take along? You're going, then? Yes, I'm going. This very minute. Oh, God be praised. And God be with you. Uh, have some hot soup before you go. No, no it, it, it would take too long. Oh, listen to him. It took him 31 years to make up his mind, and then he has to leave the house without breakfast. <laughs> now, here is the money. Better count it. Always count your money. That way you don't get cheated. <laughs> I've never had this much money in my pocket in all my life. It's a good feeling. Now, here, here are your father's mittens. And his fur cap. Ah, oh, fits down over the ears. Nice and warm. How do I look? Vanya. These mittens are better than mine. Be on your guard against city people. Take care what you say, how you behave with them. City people, they're sly. And no drinking. Keep your money. If you are cold, go to a tea house. Tea and sugar are good for you. Shall I bring in the wood for the stove before I go? No, no, Vanya. I'll do that. You have suddenly caught ambition. You have decided to leave. Go now. This instant, before it wears off. I'll take Father's axe anyway. I'll open the door for you. Go. Don't look back. Well, goodbye. When will I see you again, Mother? I'll see you when I see you. down here? You have a good table by the fire. Suit yourself. Hey, hey, be careful where you shake the snow from your coat. You want to get me wet. I'm sorry, that's what comes from walking in the snow. You don't notice it. You've been walking? For how long? I've been on the road nine days and it didn't stop snowing once. Where do you eat? Taverns like this, just bread and tea. I sleep in barns. 
I never realized how well off animals were. I was brought up on a farm. Warm hay. Sometimes the horses get blankets. Hey, watch where you're putting that axe. You want to cut off my foot? Sorry. Ah, good to sit down. I started at five this morning. A lot of people here. (laughs) A place like this is never empty. Uh, You from the country? Yes. Looking for work? Uh, yes. Uh, well, nothing much doing here. Maybe in the next town, but uh, here, uh, th- this is my third week in the city. No work? Yeah. The fact is, you starve. Hey, look at that snow coming down out there. Oh, gives me the shivers to look at it. <laughs> You're not Russian? <laughs> of course I'm Russian, but I, I never like snow. Waiter, bring me some tea and, and two rolls. <laughs> I... I had an overcoat when I first came here. I ate it up. I had a cap. I ate that. All I have left are my boots. Uh, Soon I'll have to sell those, too. Maybe you'll find work. Gee, small chance. There are as many looking for work here as yellow leaves in autumn. Turn your head. Hmm? See? They're all from the backwoods and farms, and they all want to eat. Let's have tea together. I thank you very much. I've had tea. Uh, But I tell you what would really warm me. uh, A little glass of something. Why not? Uh, uh, Waiter, don't bring the tea. Uh, A half bottle of vodka and two glasses. Uh, uh, More suitable for this weather, believe me. (laughs) Uh, uh, What's your name? Vanya Kuzin. And yours, brother? Uh, Ivan Salakin. They call me Daredevil on the estates. I can ride a horse bareback and stand on my head. Just like in the circus. Ah, here's the bottle. He brings it right away. That's the lesson of the city. The more money you spend, the better the service. What did you say your name was, brother? Vanya. Ah, ah, yes, Vanya. Mine's Ivan. You told me. Uh, what will we drink to now? Hmm? Two jobs for two worthy people. We drank to that already. Huh? So we drink again. The more powerful the desire, the quicker it happens. What happens? Anything. <laughs> Come on, drink up. I'll, I'll fill them again. Not much left, and this is the second bottle. Uh, am I mistaken, Ivan, or have most of the people gone? What time is it? Time? Do I have a gold watch? Where do you sleep? Not far from here. Three kopecks a night. You? Nowhere yet. I've just arrived. Uh, why don't we go to the same place? They have lots of beds. Real beds? Of course. You're in the city now, not on a farm. I used to come to the city with my father. He had business in the city often. Your father? Where is he? In the graveyard. We buried him almost a month ago. He's well out of it. My dead father? What What do you mean? Never mind. Hey, look out the window, how high the snow is. Uh, I used to work on the estates, I did. Take care of the horses, help the gardeners. 
If a hen house needed fixing, I could do it. General uh, caretaking. That overseer, though, Peter, at my last place in Borisovo, he fired me. Unjust. I never did like those estate managers. Since my father died, I'm my own master. I don't have to work for anyone I don't he like. He was a black-bearded man with a scar on his face. He was my enemy. Why did he fire me? I ask you. Well, I don't know. Two years I worked there in Borisovo. Everything was as it should be. Then, one day, Peter Yasevich, he gets angry with me. Accuses me with the cook, Maria. Said she and I, we did uh, things like that. And then about the reins. Mm, that was my fault, too. The reins got lost. Look for them, he says. I can't find them. Then go, he says. Get out. You're finished here. I, I'm no use to him, he says. <laughs> I know why he fired me. Jealous. Hmm? He wanted Maria for himself. But she wouldn't look at him. He, of course, you can't fire a cook. <laughs> They're hard to find. Uh, Vanya, order another half bottle. Hmm? When I get work, I'll order you six bottles. Uh, waiter! My friend wants more vodka. Huh? And, uh, and then we go. Vanya. Mm. Are you awake? Oh, go away. My mother always stood over me like that in the morning. Vanya, are you awake? Get up. Three kopecks only entitles us to be here to seven o'clock. I thought you told me there were real beds here. Planks of wood. <laughs> what difference did it make to you, Vanya? <laughs> you were so drunk last night, I could have thrown you into the well. <laughs> Come along. Get up. Now, who are you kicking? I'll show you you don't kick a man like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on there. Spent all my money on you and you kick me out. Get away, get away from me, you greenhorn. Greenhorn, is it? I, I warned you. See this? A knife? Yes. Long and sharp. Now, get away from me, stupid idiot. I wasn't an idiot last night when I spent all my money on you. All right, all right, all right. Put it away. Yeah, calm down. I I don't like to be checked, that's all. Yeah. I'll sell my boots and share with you. Hmm? You really hit me hard in the stomach. You'll see, you'll see. I don't abandon my friends. We're not the rich who quarrel over who gets what. Huh? We'll get money. I, I always got my long knife. Ivan... Hmm? Have you ever used it on someone? No. But I'd like to, if I get hungry enough. They catch you and send you to Siberia if you try. Threats. They whip you with threats. Don't worry. You're not rich enough for me to slice you up. <laughs> Siberia. Ha! Maybe some things are worth going to Siberia for. What a clear picture of the dregs of humanity The lower depths, as Gorky called them Is painted here And the bleak, dark shadow cast across it That foreboding sense of impending doom These outcasts Struggling to keep alive in a society that rejects them 
What next? I shall return shortly with Act Two. Two ragged homeless Russians have come to the city for work. Vanya spends all his money on vodka. Ivan sells his precious boots for a miserable two rubles. During the day, blue with cold, they roam the streets. Sometimes they're hired to chop ice, sometimes to split wood. Not often. The pay is in kopecks, pennies. Vanya is reduced to begging. Ivan to stealing. At night, they share and quarrel. It's food, isn't it? Raw frozen cabbage, it twists my inside. <laughs> you managed to eat half of it just the same, I see. And yesterday, raw potatoes and turnips. I never thought I'd be living like this. And I, uh, flop house with dozens of bums. It's better than spending the night out there. Besides, who are you to look down on the poor? But I want to work. So do I. Is it my fault it's easier to steal? Then to find work. Six kopecks between us. Another night on these miserable wooden planks. That's gratitude. For you, I sold my boots. Two rubles. Have you forgotten? And what about my 50 kopecks? Have you forgotten? Uh, I was a fool to take you up. To befriend you. Ignorant peasant. <laughs> Go back to your village. Why do you hang around here? Be- huh? Because I'm ashamed to go home. Oh, you wouldn't understand that. What should I tell my mother? That I wasted all my money on vodka and uh, and poured it down your ugly throat? <laughs> You're a weakling. Not strong enough for the city. If you had guts... What? What? No, no, never mind. Muscle bound like an ox is, but weak in the head. Guts. Courage. Uh, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Suppose I told you I was ready for anything. Then what? What? To steal some more? Uh, you wouldn't be interested. You don't have any ideas. You're all talk. All right, I'll tell you. Only... Only, only. You had nothing to say. Stop pretending. Big plans, ideas. Leave me alone. Is there much? 
not easy walking in this snow. Your feet sink right in. Is it much further? I don't know. All the landmarks that are familiar are covered. Are we on the right road? Yeah, of course we are. What do you think I am, stupid? You can hardly see in front of me. <laughs> That's good. Means no one will see us either. No witnesses. You think they'd stop, eh? They see two men on the road and they drive right by, throwing up a spray of ice all over it. That's their way, the rich. They don't see anything they don't wish to. Ivan, can you walk slower? My legs won't work. They're stiff with the cold. Force them to walk, you idiot. Think of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Uh, when we get there... Uh, are you listening, Vanya? Yeah. Uh, when we get there, the first thing we do is set fire to the shed. Understand? When it catches, everybody will run to the fire. Peter Yasevich, too. We'll make a big fire. Then we go into the house and clean it out. <laughs> you and I. And if they catch us? <laughs> Who would catch us? <laughs> You have a fire in the shed, you have to put it out. Not run after the thieves. You don't know human nature. Uh, oh, here's another sled coming. Vanya, let's stand here and wait for the driver. Perhaps he will stop and give us a lift. Come on, John! You see him? See that smug look on his face? Stared at us as if we were dogs. He sells charcoal. How do you know? All that stood on the back of the sleigh. Bags of coal. Black as his heart. He was alone, too, Vanya. Big fur rug all over him. Plenty of room for two more. Ah, let's keep walking. Ivan, Ivan, do you have any idea how far we've come? How can I? There's no seeing what's in front of us. If someone doesn't give us a lift, we won't get there before dark. If someone said, hop on, we'll... We could even pay five kopecks apiece. For what five kopecks apiece? We have no money. <laughs> you think I'm stupid enough to travel without something for emergencies? I took it from the flop house attendant when he was asleep. Fifty kopecks. Well, we need it more than he does. Anya! I'm here. I'm here. Are we there? See that house? Huh? I know it. Borisovo? The inn. Fokino, two towns from Borisovo. Let's go in and have a glass. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, feel better, Vanya. I think we got here just in time. I might have passed out. See that man in the corner drinking beer by himself? Which corner? There, the table with three chairs. See him? The man with the black hands. You never get your hands clean. He's got his feet on the second chair. See? He's taking off his jacket. On the on the third chair, that warm, beautiful sheepskin jacket. Oh, oh. Yes. that was his sleigh and horse tied up outside. He passed it on the road. Remember? Hey, maybe he feels better and uh, he'll give us a ride to Borisovo. Good sounding cough, brother. 
<laughs> Did anyone ask you? Oh, oh I, I didn't mean to insult you. I, uh, I was concerned. Uh, what do you want? <laughs> Uh, want? Uh, I want nothing. I uh, I heard you coughing. That's all. My uh, my concern for my fellow man. Uh, you sell charcoal. That's what it is. The dust. <laughs> it gets into your lungs. Uh, are you going in the direction of Borisovo? What does it matter to you? My friend and I. Uh, we're going there. We've been hired by the oil factory. Uh, thought you might like some company if you're. Going in the same direction. Give you a ride <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> I see you're a shrewd businessman. Uh, we'll give you five kopecks apiece. I don't need it. Uh, ten kopecks apiece. Uh, hmm? What's the difference to you? Vanya, I told you we'd get a lift. It's even colder under these coal bags at the back of the plant. Walking. Ooh, the air cuts my face. And cover your head with the coal bags. Oh, what do you expect for ten kopecks? A fur rug. Uh, I'm going to move forward and talk to him. Come, let's come. That's a good horse. Uh, Barasova is not far away, brother. Far enough. Uh, you take this road every week? When I have to. I neglected to ask your name. Uh, I am Ivan Salakin. My friend in the back of the sleigh is Vanya Kuzin. <coughs> My name is Nikolai Nikolovich. Who are you? Uh, me? Uh, a human being. Everybody's a human being. I'm asking where do you belong? I belong nowhere. Uh, I have no relatives. Uh, Vanya! You back there! Uh, are you still alive? Yes! Barely! You too. You see, you are unfortunate. Both of you in rags. <laughs> Bums. Loafers, I suppose. Uh, what do you mean? We're, we're uh, hard workers. Do you think I believed you? You said you were going for a job in Borisovo, an oil factory. Huh? Take me. I burn charcoal. Take it to town to the distillery. I live it in peace. I have enough to eat, something to wear, shoes on my feet. A man who works can get along. Two bums. Why do you want to live? You're cold, hungry. The wind must be cutting you in half. It's crazy. Is that the way people should live? A man should live well. Uh, you share your money with me, and, and I'll live well. What? Uh, I said you share your money with uh, you. You can see this. This iron weight on the end of this chain. If you try anything funny enough, smash your head in. Whoa! Whoa, man! Now, get out. Uh, here? But we're 21st from anywhere. I don't care. Get out! We gave you 20 kopecks to ride all the way to Borisovo. Get out! Uh, I hate you. you, you parasite! You think you're the only one who wants to work? I wouldn't ride with you, dog. I'll get out. Teach your lesson. Coward. Hit me. Hit me in the back with that weight. Uh, a man's back is turned. I'll pull you down in the road with me, you yeah. scum. Help. Mother. Take your hat and run my throat. Maria. Maria. Maria, come help me. The snow swirls around the sleigh. 
Two human bodies twist and struggle on the ground. One to kill, the other to live. Ivan has come to the end of his rope, no longer able to bear contempt and insult. He is a wild man, one hand closing about Nikolai's throat, the other holding a knife. I shall return shortly with Act Three. Vanya, crushed by the cold, lies in the sleigh, buried under empty coal sacks. Hearing the charcoal burner cry out, he is seized by terror. I'll say I was asleep and didn't hear anything, he says to himself. Vanya stumbles to his feet. He sees his friend slowly get up from the ground. In front of the sleigh lies a dead man. He's done. He won't torture anyone anymore. There's blood all over you. Uh, a knife cuts. That's what it's for. The horse is looking at us. It saw everything. Uh, idiot. He, the horse isn't likely to do any talking. Oh, we've done it now. Uh, well, better to kill him than have him kill us. Come on. Let's take his clothes off. You can have the sheepskin jacket. I'll have the overcoat. Uh, come on, Vanya. We, we must hurry. Someone may come by. You're not afraid, Ivan? How is it possible? You're afraid? Help me. Come on, come on. Leave his trousers on. Uh, Here, take his cap. Uh, where's my own cap? It's my father's cap. I must have dropped it somewhere in the snow. Yeah, yeah, then put this one on. You'll be cold. It won't look good, a man without a cap. I'm going to turn his pockets inside out. See? Look at that. A gold coin. Five rubles. No, seven. Is this... Even... Tell me, is this... The first time you... Killed someone? Huh? What am I? A bandit? I only asked because you undressed him so quickly. It's hard to strip someone living. But a dead one is a cinch. Yvonne, let's go back. Right now, back to the city. No. No. Ivan, please. I'm, I'm scared. First, we must sell the horse. And then we'll go to Borisivo. Set fire to the shed. <laughs> I'd like to see Peter's face. What are you talking about? We're done for, brother. What's going to happen to us? A dead man? Blood everywhere? Is this what we wanted for life? Done for? What do you mean, done for? Are we the only ones who killed a man? Is this the first time it happened on Earth? Please, please, my brother, please, don't be angry. How can I help it? Here, this thing has happened and you're whimpering like a baby. Come on, we have to bury him. Help me dig a pit. Clear away the snow. Then we'll drag him over. We're done. Let's go. On to the sleigh. It's no good, Ivan. Someone will see this mound beside the road. There are snow banks everywhere, and, it, and it's coming down heavier. That'll cover him even more. They won't find him until spring. Oh, we're done for, Ivan. Nothing good can come of this. The horse is getting nervous. Uh, I'll go calm it down. Vaska, uh, uh, steady down. Good horse. Good Vaska. Uh, I'll hold on to the reins. Uh, you get on by Oh, not yet. There's blood on you. You have to clean it off. You're right. Uh, oh, yes. I'll clean myself with some snow. 
<laughs> Vanya, now you're beginning to think like a man. Uh, we'll sell the horse and then go back to the city. Uh, the devil with Peter. Let him rot in Borosivo. Uh, go on. Take the reins. Horses and wagons and sleighs. That's your specialty, isn't it? Uh, I'll be up there as soon as I've cleaned off this blood. the door, Vanya. You heard what the lady said? Uh, how's that, miss? Uh, should I put a chair in front of it just in case it blows open again? Hmm? Oh, don't be stupid. Do you want to stop other customers from coming into our tavern? Do you think we can exist on two people's drinks? Turn on the tap, miss, and give us a glass each. Oh, we are out of beer. I'll have to go down to the cellar and bring up another keg. Hey, don't go away. <laughs> in this blizzard? Well, where should we go? I'm scared, Ivan. What of? Money in your pocket? Outside to take us wherever we want to go? No good is going to come out of this. I know it. Is that all you can say? Hmm? Be quiet. No good's going to come of what? Hmm. Uh, uh, who are you? Nice way to talk. I run this tavern. I, I mean, to, to come upon a man suddenly like that and ask questions. I, um, I'm, I'm waiting for your girl to bring up some beer. Hmm. You come a long way? Uh, we? Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, we, uh, we we don't come from far away. Uh, about uh, 31st. In which direction? Uh, uh, that way. Ah, so you're from Fokino. Oh, here. Here is a barrel full. I've uh, changed my mind. I'll have vodka. Uh, Vanya? Uh, vodka? Anything you say. Is that your brother? Oh, no, no. We're not brothers. Uh, here you are. For my friend and I. Uh, keeper, pick it up. It's for you. Uh, don't you want the money for the vodka? No, Harry. You may want a few more. Vanya, to your help. To yours, Ivan? Uh, let's go now, Ivan. I, I, I think we should go. Let's drive off. What for? We still have a long way, even with the horse. I don't like the way that man looks at us. The tavern keeper. Yeah. <laughs> These fellows look at everyone that way. When you've been in as many taverns as I have, it will not bother you. Suppose they find out. What's to find out? Two men drive up in a sleigh, get out and have a drink. Hmm? It happens all the time. What is it with you fellows? You stop drinking? Natasha, unplug the beer. Maybe these gentlemen would prefer it. One at a time. Uh, haven't given you your money for the last ones. Oh, did you ever see anyone so anxious to pay up all the time, Natasha? What is this? A gold coin. I haven't seen a gold coin since I was baptized. Look, Natasha, millionaire. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. I, I have rubles. <laughs> uh, my mistake. By the way, whose is that horse? Uh, that horse. You, the silent one. I look at you and your friend answers. What's the matter with you? Uh, uh, yes, yes, the horse is ours. Oh, here. Here are your drinks. Natasha, that horse out there, doesn't it look familiar? I saw these two ride up with it. It must belong to them. You think so? Uh, of course it's ours. <laughs> Who else is? You, silent one. What do you do for a living? Me? Yes, you. Who am I looking at? Uh, we're butchers. What are you saying? Butchers. 
I noticed in the front of the sleigh there was bloodstains. What? Didn't you know? Come outside, I'll show you. understand, miss. We're in a hurry. Oh, wait anyway. What for? Well, Joseph went for the bailiff. The, the bailiff? Is, is that like the police? The bailiff's nothing to me. Oh, perhaps you'll be something to him. Ah, here is Joseph. The bailiff's coming. He's just out front looking at your horse. They didn't wish to go, Joseph, without saying goodbye. I, I give up. It's all over. Take me now, please. Uh, Fanya, be quiet. <laughs> he, he's drunk. Two glasses and he doesn't know what he's saying. Good day, my friends. Which of the two coal-carrying butchers? These two, Bailiff. Well, now. Well, now, who are you? I, I... Take me. Take me, please. Uh, uh, Mr. Bailiff, don't listen to Vanya. He, he's drunk. One at a time. Make a clean breast of it, men. Where did you get the horse? Stealing is a very bad offense here. Especially a man's horse. You in the sheepskin jacket. You look like a horse thief to me. It isn't me. It's, it's him. Uh, well, we, we didn't steal a horse. It just pulled the sleigh along and we were on it. We didn't steal anything. We buried the charcoal burner. He's he's there. Not far away. On the road. In the snow. We were, we were just driving along. Honest. I was asleep. I was trying to keep warm under the coal sacks. It's not me. They, they they were fighting. I came out and and it was all over. All I did was dig a hole in the snowbank to bury him. We did, we, we, we 
didn't want to kill him. He had a weight on the end of a chain, and he beat Ivan. Look, 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 his eyes are staring. His face is blue because of it. It's, it's the weight Nikolai hit him with it in the back. His back was turned. He started it. We were two innocent victims. We couldn't get work anywhere. But the horse, we didn't steal it. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> go to it, buddy. Go ahead. Don't stop. Bury me. Mother. Father. I didn't mean it. These two criminals. Uh, fools. Bone-headed fools. <laughs> said the story you have heard was drawn from life, that these people of the lower depths of Russian life were known to Maxim Gorky, that he wrote from the world he had lived in. Gorky himself had experienced many hard years from the time he was eight years old and went to work. His voice speaks loudly for the poor underdog caught in the haphazard design of fate. I'll be back shortly. Once there was a young Russian poet. He was 19. It was Christmas. He had seen too much injustice, felt too much despair. So with his last coins, he bought a revolver, aimed it at his chest, and shot himself. That bullet remained in his lungs for 50 years. No wonder he saw life as a precarious thing it is. His name? Maxim Gorky. Our cast included Fred Gwynn, Russell Horton, Bryna Rayburn, and Ray Owens. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs>